Hello and welcome to the Mindful in Minutes podcast, where we will give you everything you need to live a mindful life in just merely minutes. This podcast is powered by the creators of Yoga for You, the online yoga and meditation studio where we help you to live, learn, grow, and thrive. Now go ahead and find a comfortable position and enjoy your meditation. go back and do one thing differently when I was starting this podcast, I would have set up my online store right away. Because as this podcast began to grow and I had dreams of different products, the things that really held me back from starting that was like not knowing how to set up an online store, which is why I'm really excited to tell you about Shopify because Shopify makes this so easy and you do not have to be stuck in the how the heck do I have an online store stage like I was for years. And Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, whether you're just starting or maybe you're about to make your one millionth sale. And you can sell anything. It could be meditation decks. It could be artisanal candles. Maybe you make dog bandanas. Whatever it is, Shopify has got you covered. Plus, it helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which is amazing. Had Shopify existed when I started this podcast, it would have made my life so much easier. I wouldn't have been stuck and like frozen and not knowing how to start up an online store, which took me years to do because I just... I didn't know about Shopify yet, but thankfully you can learn from my mistake and sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mindful, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mindful now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash mindful. All right, here we are. The first mindful moments episode. Um, So I wanted to share something with you that I've been sharing a lot with my personal clients and also how I started my own personal meditation practice. So I know that if some of you are listening to this podcast, it's because you already meditate and you're either looking for a new tool for guided meditations or perhaps you are brand new to meditating. And it doesn't matter either way. I am so happy that you're here and that you are wanting to learn from me and that you're wanting to, you know, be a part of my meditations. So what we're going to talk about today is what is meditation? How do we do it? I always get this question all the time. I think that when we think about meditating, we usually have this image in our head of like this guy that's sitting on the floor, maybe in Lotus, you know, that, that easy cross-legged position with his eyes closed and maybe he's humming and going, hmm, or something silly like that. And that's really not it. I mean, that can be it, but that's really not it. Um, (laughs) meditation is a lot easier than that. Um, so let's just, let's get right into it. Let's talk about what meditation is. So meditation itself is the action or practice of single pointed concentration on an object or concept. Um, in a later episode, we're actually going to talk about the difference between meditation and mindfulness. They're actually a little bit different. Today, we're focusing on meditation. And when I like to describe meditation, 
I usually have people imagine that our minds are kind of like light bulbs. So when we are just kind of sitting around all day, you're just, you know, doing whatever it is, you're listening to this podcast, you're doing your dishes, you're driving to work, whatever it is, our minds are like a light bulb. So we have this light and it is shining in all directions. It's the same amount of power, right? The same amount of watts. But when we meditate, it's like we're taking that same wattage, that same power and the light, and we're concentrating it all on one thing. So it's like turning a light bulb into a laser pointer. So we're still using the same amount of mental energy. We're just really focusing it and concentrating it on one object. I think that often we think of meditation or a lot of times I hear people say that they can't meditate because they can't turn their brain off. And really meditation isn't turning the brain off. Um, I don't know why I always think of like light analogies when I'm teaching meditation, but when you think of the mind, it's not meditating isn't like turning a light switch off. Your mind isn't either on or it's off. It's kind of like a dimmer switch. So maybe the mind starts all the way on. It's really bright. And maybe we slowly work on kind of dimming the mental chatter and kind of dimming that light, turning it more towards that laser pointer. So let's talk about some of the benefits of meditation. Some of the things that uh, have been proven to be benefits of meditation are a higher immune system, improved concentration, mental clarity, decreased stress, decrease in blood pressure, uh, improvement in heart health and sleep, uh, slows down aging, and increases brain matter or the folds in the brain, right? Who doesn't want or need any or all of those things? I know that I do. So so I know you might be thinking, okay, and that's great. I know meditation is good for me. It shouldn't be that hard, but it still is hard. So how exactly do we start a meditation practice? I want to share the way that I personally started a meditation practice and the way that I share with my students and my private clients. So the way to start a meditation practice, the first thing that you're going to do is commit to the practice. That might sound simple, but it's really important. You want to make sure that you are committed to starting a meditation practice because you're not just going to do it in one day. You're not just going to do it once. It's going to be a long-term thing. We're trying to retrain the brain. So after you have committed to the practice, you're going to set a date with yourself. So I often tell my students to set a date like like you're setting an appointment with something that you wouldn't be able to move. Or maybe it's the person who cuts your hair and you have to make an appointment weeks in advance or the dermatologist or whatever it is, right? You're going to make that appointment and don't move it. Don't cancel on yourself. Don't reschedule make an appointment with yourself. I often find that first thing in the morning or maybe last thing at night, those tend to be pretty easy times to set this date. Uh, Sometimes if I try to meditate in the middle of the day, it's very easy to have things kind of get in the way of that. So once you have set a date with yourself, you'll find a comfortable position. So that could be uh, lying down or sitting in a chair. You can certainly sit on the floor, but really no magic happens in that just easy seated position. There's nothing special about that. You're not going to get any closer to enlightenment by sitting cross-legged on the floor. You want to make sure that you can be in a position where you'll relax 
and your spine will be long, but you won't fall asleep. And that one's important, right? That's also something I hear a lot. Well, I try to meditate, but I just fall asleep. Is that a good thing? Is that not a good thing? And I usually tell my students, it's, it's okay. I mean, that means you're relaxed, so that's good. But that's not exactly the outcome we are hoping for. So once you have committed to the practice, you've set that date with yourself and you found your comfortable position, you're going to begin with a 10 to 20 minute meditation practice. And what will that look like? So that could be just sitting quietly, being present in the moment, feeling your breath, doing a guided meditation like I'll have for you here. Um, It could also just be noticing how the body is checking in, being fully aware with yourself. And you're going to set a timer for these 10 to 20 minutes. And it, it doesn't matter to me whether it's 10 minutes or 12 minutes or 20 minutes. Take an amount of time that you think you can reasonably commit to every day. So go ahead and start with 10 minutes. Start a timer, find your comfortable position, and just be present or do a guided meditation. And when the timer goes off, you're done. You don't have to think about it again until the next day when you have that same date or appointment with yourself and you'll do the same thing. Something that I always remind my students to do is don't try so hard. People always try to, you know, really concentrate hard and and put all this effort into meditation. And, And it is challenging, but when you think about it, the more that you try to focus on something or the more that you tell yourself not to think about something or to think about something, you're just inviting distraction into the mind. So really don't try so hard. I have a teacher uh, who always recommends that people smile before they start meditating. It helps to relax the brain a little bit. And I also want you to not worry about how you do. So we can be very critical of ourselves. Uh, People are usually their own worst enemies, myself included. And so just don't worry about how it goes. If you do this for, let's say, the next two or three weeks, you set this date with yourself and you practice your meditation for 10 to 20 minutes, there's going to be some days where you're going to feel like you have a great meditation. You feel relaxed, you feel refreshed, you feel renewed. Then there's other times where it might feel like you didn't do anything. Maybe it's a waste of time. But I'm here to tell you, even those days where it feels like a waste of time or it feels like you had a bad meditation, those days are just as important as the good days. So don't worry about the results. And then once you do this, I want you to commit to at least two weeks of this. And then after you've done this for two weeks, check back in. Maybe write a little note after your first day of starting this meditation practice, whether you journal or just kind of jot something down. And then after you've done it for two weeks, check back in, write another note about how it's going. And then maybe you want to increase the time a little bit. So maybe you want to do, you know, if you're just doing 10 minutes, try 15, do the same thing, make that date with yourself, work on your meditation, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe then after a few more weeks, you do 20 minutes, maybe you do a little bit longer. And I think that you'll find that you will begin to crave your meditation practice. So something that may feel like a chore at the beginning will just become this nice, nourishing self-care practice that your body really wants. And really, honestly, that's it. That's how I started my own meditation practice, and that's how I teach all my private clients and my students to start their meditation practice. You don't have to try really hard. You don't have to go off and live in a cave somewhere for years just to learn how to meditate. 
all it starts with is just this short little commitment to being present, being mindful, and working on your meditation. And so I want to tell you a little bit about my journey and how I started a meditation practice. So I have kind of uh, an embarrassing confession to make. When I first started practicing yoga, I was, I was quite young. I was a teenager and I used to be a Shavasana skipper. So for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, it is, you know, that last pose that you do in yoga where you lay on your back and you close your eyes and, you know, you work on breathing or whatever, whatever the instructor has planned for you. And I used to, whenever it was time to go to Shavasana, I thought, oh, well, this is a waste. I could be doing something else with my five minutes and I'd roll up my mat and I would walk out the door. And now the yogi inside of me and the teacher just is horrified that I used to do that. And whenever I see students doing that in my class, I want to tell them, I want to say, no, wait, don't go. This is, this is it. This is probably the most important part of your entire yoga practice. Kind of this mindfulness um, exercise that we're going to do at the end. So I didn't really start to get interested in meditation until I took my 200 hour yoga teacher training. So that was, you know, a few years into my uh, being a Shavasana skipper. And I had an instructor that said, you know, she basically said, who's meditated before? And, you know, a lot of people said, you know, I have, I have, and, and I had never really tried it. And she gave us a few techniques, a few things to try and said, you know, go and just go give it a try. You know, this in between this next month, um, it was at the end of one module and before the other, she said, during this month, go and go and just explore meditation. And so I started to do it and I did some research on how to, you know, make things a habit. And, and I really wanted to make this, this meditation experiment, uh, a legitimate one. So what I did was I did just what I've described to you. I set a timer and I sat for 10 minutes and sometimes I felt like, yeah, I really did it. I really meditated today. And other times I felt like, well, that was a huge waste of 10 minutes and I did this for an entire month. And I have to tell you that it really transformed me. And, and that might sound silly. And, and there's often times that I've tried different things in meditation. And, and I, I wouldn't say that they transformed me. But just committing to the practice was all that I needed to really have a good, solid meditation practice. And whenever I feel that my practice has been kind of slipping or, you know, has been lapsing a little bit, I always go back to this technique. I go back to committing to the practice, setting a date with myself, beginning with just 10 minutes, setting that timer, not trying too hard, not worrying about it, and then keep checking back in with how I'm doing. And that's it. That's how I started my meditation practice. And I wanted to share this with you because I know that meditation can be something that's kind of intimidating. Maybe you are a Shavasana skipper like I once was, and this is kind of your, your first attempt at meditating. And I know that this is something that you can do. Um, I, I really used to struggle with meditation. It used to be really hard for me, and it, and it still is quite challenging. But it's something that I've really grown to love. And the only way that I did that is by committing and just 
doing it. I started doing a lot of guided meditations. Sometimes it was easier for me to listen to someone else lead me through a meditation than to try to just quiet my own mind. And so that's, you know, what I'll be providing for you in this podcast. But don't discount the meditation of just sitting quietly, of just being present, of being aware of your breath. The things that you learn here on this podcast, you can take and you can practice them anywhere. The mini-sode that we just did, the breath awareness meditation, you don't always need my voice to just become aware of your breath. And you could do that for 10 minutes and that could be your meditation practice. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, listening to Mindful Moments. If there are any topics that you would like me to talk about or any topics you'd like for a guided meditation, please let me know. And go ahead and check back next week for our first full-length guided meditation, the full body relaxation. And if you get a minute, I would deeply appreciate you rating, subscribing, leaving us a review. And if you want to know how to support this podcast, uh, you could either pop over to www.yogaforyouonline.com. It would be great if you got a membership there or even just checking us out, learning more about us. And also helping out our sponsors helps out the show. So go ahead and uh, click over to freshly.com and you will love those meals. And until next time, guys, thank you so much and have a wonderful week.